0: Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste.
1: I'm Natalie D.
0: Today we're talking... Dessert. No, we're not.
1: D- the desert. It would be cooler if we were talking about dessert, though.
0: You think so? You gotta
1: admit it. Because I guy, ice cream, chocolate. It's pretty cool, right? Desert's not bad. <laughs>
0: That that stuff's all the same. Ice cream doesn't give you a cool, lonely feeling, but, like, maybe you're supposed to be there.
1: But it's, like, the desert gives you a hot, lonely feeling, like local singles in your area.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, partner. (laughs) I noticed you also live in Anonymous Proxy. (laughs)
1: You like being hot and by yourself, gritty, <laughs> a little bit gritty. gritty, gritty in the shoes.
0: Like the sand, not the corporate mascot that people say is socialism. <laughs>
1: Maybe gritty is also gritty, and if he, if he was in the desert, he would be gritty in the shoes as well.
0: Yeah, he'd have a lot of sand in his fur.
1: Yeah. They'd probably keep him clean, though, because animals like doing that, they like rolling around in the filth to get themselves clean.
0: That's that's a metaphor. That's a really good metaphor, isn't it?
1: <laughs> you
0: wanna—it's just like being online. You wanna feel clean. You have to get down and roll around in that filth, don't you?
1: Right, right. You just
0: gotta—you got to get in there so you can feel better than other people. If you don't get in there and, and get yourself all covered in those bad vibes, you can't feel superior.
1: Right. Well, I think it's—I think that maybe like it proves that the true. Source of of yuckiness on yourself is the grease, cause that's how you get the grease off. Like you can cover yourself with dirt and then shake the dirt off, and then all the grease is gone.
0: Isn't that the same principle as hair powder?
1: It is the same hair powder principle. Yes, I love my hair powder. That's like I have a very long term relationship with my one hair powder. I use all the time, and I'm like totally obsessed
0: with it. So it soaks it soaks the grease <laughs> off of right. your scalp, and then it's just it's all groovy. my wig
1: is like one hundred percent powdered like George Washington all the fucking time, and because of it, I. I don't have to ever wash my hair. But it's like it is like all dust.
0: <laughs> you're like a uh, you're like a barrister.
1: Yeah, right. I'm like I'm like some uh French person like waiting in line for the guillotine with my powdered wig.
0: <laughs> Pants tucked into your boots and all that.
1: Right. Right. I look good.
0: <laughs> So Natalie, what? <laughs> what, is a
1: what?
0: De- what is a desert?
1: Oh, God damn it. A desert is a barren area of landscape where little precipitation occurs and consequently living conditions are hostile for plant and animal life. Hostile living conditions.
0: No water. That's the main thing we've got going on. Right, on and Earth.
1: like I think that everybody needs a little water.
0: I know I sure do.
1: All the things on the planet need a little bit, at least. Some people on the planet don't need like just need like a little drop here and there, like a bug. But other people, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like fish, <laughs> they need way more water.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that tracks all the way down, yeah. <laughs> oh
1: yes. So like right <laughs> so <laughs> uh, the desert has the least of it. Like very hardly any.
0: Yeah, it seems that way.
1: Right. It's dry as a bone. Is that why mummies always work out so good there? And part of the reason.
0: Probably. Probably, I mean, modern Egypt is arid, and Egypt, you know, two, 3,000 years ago was arid.
1: Right, right.
0: There's a question as to whether it was 10,000, 12,500 years ago, you know, but
1: right, right. that's
0: neither here nor there. I
1: heard some theory the other day, um, I don't remember where it was from, because that's how we do it here, is we have unattributed source material, but uh, the other we day... you got to
0: keep the journalists safe.
1: Right, right. The other day I saw some theory that mummies were made by the Egyptians and they were trying to recreate a preservation method that was used by a more advanced civilization of people who came before them. And that that civilization used that preservation method and it made it so they would be able to, re- to reverse death. And so the Egyptians were actually doing a really shitty job.
0: Oh, so they oh, were doing, like... to
1: do the same thing, yeah. They
0: were doing, like, a cargo cult version of the thing you could do to actually reverse death.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So if they knew what they were doing...
1: We wouldn't have any mummies at all. We would just have some really, really old Egyptian guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they would be, like, extremely old.
1: But yeah, so yeah, that's what I... Unattributed. Take <laughs> from that what <one>, you will. <laughs>
0: So what how do you stay alive in the desert? Okay,
1: so um people live in the desert and they have been living in the desert for a long time. It's not like a new invention. It's not like they it used to be nice there and then uh-oh now it's desert, right? They've been living there. And there are like Aborigines in Australia and there're tribes in North America. And the Bushmen and the Kalahari, like all kinds of groups of people who live in areas that are considered to be desert. And so they would track animals and use that to get animals and also find where the animals are getting water.
0: Okay.
1: And they would forage for plants and whatever, whatever they would find around, right? And they had like a nomadic lifestyle. Like you have to keep moving because there's nothing anywhere. So you have to keep on going. to to the area where no one has got all the the water and the plants and stuff yet
0: so you keep moving so you can bring your animals with you and then they eat like the little bit of grass that's around then you just keep it moving
1: right 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 keep it going man
0: um and that i mean they mostly the people have to eat animals i mean if you if you are in the desert I mean, you're mostly eating animals. I mean, you might sure. have a cactus here and there.
1: Right, right. There are certain groups of people all over the planet who will have diets that are just mostly animals. Like, is it like the Inuit or someone up there? They just eat seals all the time. That's it.
0: Yeah, I guess there's something about all the fat.
1: Yeah, the it's fat like if you eat that. the whole animal, you get all the vitamins from the animal, and so it's fine.
0: Yeah, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, you're not gonna you're not gonna grow anything on the.
1: You can't define fine in any other way than a, a group of people who have been living like that for all of time. <laughs> Like it is literally that is the most standard definition of it's fine. This is this is all we can expect is just to have a seal all the time. It's fine. We've always only eaten seal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I'm just I'm just saying in a perfect world they might have seal and a little bit of fiber.
1: Oh, <laughs> seal and some crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Triscuits, Seal, and Triscuits. That'd be actually probably pretty good. Triscuits are really good.
0: Yeah, there's like... You ever... Flip over the box of Triscuits, and you're like, six servings, all right. And you eat a handful of Triscuits, and you look in, and that was the six servings. <laughs> right. You've eaten 960 calories of Triscuits. Oh,
1: yes. I can't eat. I can hardly ever bring Triscuits into the house because the box is just vaporized immediately. It's I don't like,
0: even... I don't know what they're made of. How do you have... They're just made out of wheat and salt but and, it must, and vegetable oil. It must be solid wheat. It is. It's, it's like, like a wheat pill. Right.
1: And you know what the other thing is about Triscuits is that you look at it you think, man, that probably has a lot of fiber, but that's not true. No. <laughs> like, that looks like it has a lot of fiber in it. Like, looking at it, it just looks like a hunk of, like, grass that's all wadded up in a, in a gross little ball.
0: Yeah, Nope. that's just flour.
1: <laughs> like, you look at it, you should be allowed to eat pole box. <laughs> it looks so wholesome. <laughs> Fuck you, Triscuits.
0: uh, The thing that always, you know, my folks liked Triscuits when I was a kid, so there would always be Triscuits around, and they would always have those little Triscuit recipes on the back of the box. Yeah. (laughs) And I was always like, man, I've never seen anybody put something on a Triscuit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've never put anything on a Triscuit.
0: And they still... If you go and you find the box they, you know, sometimes they'll put something on the back that's like, keep the world green for animals or something. Sure. They they make up little things and they'll put the athletes on there.
1: Makes you feel like something's happening in the world. Like, yeah, then everything's great. Yeah,
0: Triscuit box is different now. Things must be looking up. Right,
1: right. (laughs) Time moves on.
0: (laughs) But they still a little triangle of Colby cheese in a slice of a black olive, where it's like the the quality of the olive is so low, there's no way you could get it anywhere except for Subway.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, let's look at Triscuit recipe. I want to see the picture because there's a pic- there's a recipe I I have in my mind. But I can't remember exactly what it is. It's on the box. <sighs> <laughs> oh my god. The thing where they put, like, the cheese and then they put a bunch of, like, sliced up baby, to- baby tomatoes on it. No one's going to do that.
0: <laughs> I don't know how you're going to eat the goopy mush of the tomato and then, like, the the slightly more substantial mush of the cheese. Right. And then the, the hard trisket. It's just all going to fall apart.
1: And like, if you if you're putting cheese on every single piece, how are you supposed to eat the whole box of triscuits? You're really gonna be be regretting it, like, if you do that, right?
0: Uh, you know what just occurred to me for for as long as I've lived, people have kept saying, "Well, what about yeah, wheat thins? Uh, what about oh, wheat
1: thicks? That's a million Those are tr- no,
0: those are triscuits.
1: <laughs> oh, those are triscuits. triscuits.
0: Are the wheat thicks? <laughs>
1: This crazy bitch made her own Triscuits. Shredded wheat Triscuits. You crazy bitch. I'm going to come back to that shit. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Triscuits are basically the desert of crackers. Have you ever tried to eat Triscuits without having any water?
0: Oh, they dry you out. The, The most fatal thing you can do is hit a vaporizer and then try to eat triscuits it's just not it's just not gonna happen one one thing that happens to me when i take my legalized state sold legitimate medicine from the government that is weed (laughs) is that sometimes and i'm sure this happens to everybody sometimes you hit a point where the food just feels too weird in your mouth and you just you don't want to eat it right in Triscuits, that's, that's one where it's like, oh, I cannot deal with it.
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I feel like a cow eating one of those troughs full of cow grass. Whatever it is that cows eat.
0: Yeah, you get a little too in your head and you're like, I don't even know if I'm on the first pass with this.
1: <laughs> we had to barf this back up later and shoot again. <laughs> <laughs> so... People who lived in desert areas were also really big on trading to get stuff they needed because living on the desert, there's not much of anything. And so you need to trade for stuff that grows, stuff made out of trees, whatever the hell, right? You
0: probably need a bunch of fabric for tents and stuff like that. Right,
1: right, right. And so that was their big bag. And there, um, around the rims of the desert there would be precipitation and so that is where people would be able to do some cultivation they would do that in periods when there would be like droughts and like a whole bunch of the herd animals would would die they would head to the edges of the desert and grow stuff And that was basically what they were up to man and they would they would fight over land and who was able to use this growing area and this nut and and it was like a barely they were barely able to do like subsistence living on there on, on the desert you say on the desert or in the desert
0: in the desert i think yeah you might say on a sand dune or you'd, you'd say in the desert though. on the
1: grit <laughs> the gritty life of the desert <laughs> have you ever been to the desert i think we've been to the desert before
0: uh, I've, d- I've driven through the Mojave, yeah.
1: Have I driven through the Mojave?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. It's like in Nevada, I Southern California. I've driven through Nevada. Isn't Nevada, Southeast like, all Cali- desert? Yeah, Nevada's, Nevada's desert, right? Sandy.
1: Sandy days.
0: It is sandy. I know we drove across the the great salt lake but that's not that's salt i think that counts as desert it's just salt but i mean if it if it wasn't arid in the great salt lake then you would have a water lake that was (laughs) that was full of salt water right right. so the fact that it's all dried out sand it probably is at least semi-arid right right
1: is there no water in the salt lake ever
0: Ah, uh, you're asking the you're asking the wrong person. let's look
1: pick, look it up
0: the the times I was there <laughs> it was just white and crusty. it was all it was all salt. You can walk on it, but then you feel kind of bad. you're like, this is like a whole thing. I've heard about this. I don't want to just like walk on it, but it's also just salt.
1: It, it looks like it has water on it.
0: oh, is it full of water? Maybe I'm thinking of something else.
1: I think the edges of it are salty, and then there's water
0: oh, I know that I know. Uh... My first time I ever drove out to California, I had driven across I-10. I drove through Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, into Southern California. Or maybe it was on I-8. I don't remember. It was, uh, it, it was at the bottom part of the country going sure, across, sure. Uh-huh. heading west. And I pulled off the interstate, and I got this extremely weird vibe pulled off in uh, one of these little towns. Just like in, in the desert by the tip of Nevada, kind of that tri that tri point site between California, Nevada, and Arizona. And I I pull off the interstate and I'm gonna just like kind of and it's dark and I'm gonna just kind of drive around, fuck around, do whatever, right? I was just driving around. I had a couple of weeks I was just driving because I wanted to, right? Sure, sure. And uh, I see in in the streetlight... Uh, street light There's a guy, just a lone figure standing there. And I was like, wow, that's like, that's like really cinematic. And he's just standing there and he's got this sharp shadow. And it's like, man, that's so cool. And I drive past and I see he's got a gun in his hand and he's twirling it around. I was like, I need to get out of it. (laughs) I need to mosey along, partner. (laughs) It was just, it was just like a little 22 or something.
1: Right. When he was just spinning around his finger like an asshole.
0: Yeah, and there was nobody else around. He was just there. Right, right. In the spotlight. <laughs> with that banger.
1: Right. I remember when I was in high school or something and I used to hang out with, like, all the bad kids. I remember, like, going over some dude's house with my friend. And they're like, let's go hang out with this dude. He's, like, very cool. And then we got into his room and he had, like, a bunch of guns and stuff. And he started, like, playing around with them and, like... Swinging around his finger, and it's like, you know what? I'm gonna go. It's like I'm gonna go because this is how kids get accidentally shot in the head.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna. Yeah. Leave. If that's
1: what's happening here. I'm gonna like take my name out of the hat and I'm gonna head out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one thousand percent like what what happens to kids. I'm not. I don't have any kind of feelings about. Uh, about adults who have two thousand dollars to burn, and they have a gun safe, and they have their shit locked in there, and they like it because it's loud or whatever. I, I don't have any feelings. Right?
1: I'm like, I'm not, I'm not anti-gun, but I, I think I do think that kids shouldn't have them.
0: No, probably. <laughs> I I think a lot of this country. I think if we could just all put aside our differences, I think we could all agree that twelve-year-olds shouldn't. Have guns.
1: Right, right. That'd be, we
0: could come together on that. I
1: will come, I will come together and say, if we could put something in place that makes it so no child is able to touch a gun, then I will, I don't care if you have a gun.
0: Well, but yeah, but also, if you did care if somebody had a gun, you also can't stop them because it's America.
1: Right. So that's all,
0: I mean, that's also kind of why you got to let it go.
1: Right. Right. I mean, I mean, I'm
0: not, I'm a, I'm a pacifist. I'm not going to own a, I'm not going to, what, if I'm going to own a gun, I'm going to do what? Shoot somebody?
1: Right. Right. So
0: what, that's not going to help me feel good about myself. And that's what I'm here for.
1: Right. <laughs> to feel good about yourself. Yes. You're cool. People like you.
0: Oh, thank you. Numbers going up, baby.
1: I think you're cute. Oh, thank you. And you're nice. And you're good at cooking.
0: Keep going.
1: <laughs> you have a nice personality. You're nice to your mom. You have good manners. <laughs> you're respectful to people. That is so you're nice never, to you. You're never alleged to ladies. <laughs> that is so nice. Thank you. Got you a little self esteem boost here. Thank you. I'm, f- I'm full.
0: I feel great. I feel <laughs> like. I
1: you off, baby.
0: I've, have you ever watched Teletubbies? I feel like the sun on there.
1: Right, it's you. <laughs> My is, beautiful boy.
0: It's <laughs> glowing. My face feels a little hot.
1: <laughs> My fancy baby.
0: <laughs> you know you know where else your face might feel hot?
1: <laughs> at the desert. <laughs> I'm going to figure out the right way to say that we're at the desert. Like... <laughs> On the desert was not it. I don't think at the desert is it either. <laughs> it's in the desert. In it.
0: On it. You're, at it. You're on the sand dune. You're at the you're at the national park and you're in the desert. Now,
1: okay. I think. Okay. We'll get this straight. So you know one of the problems they have there is that it is so dry that they'll get dust storms and sand storms. And you don't want to be a part of that. They usually start in the margins of the deserts. And the wind starts going, and then the fine particles that are on the ground start going, right. Uh huh. And then the particles get lifted into the airstream, and then when they come down, they will hit other particles of sand, and then I'll knock them up, and they'll get knocked up into into the into the storm as well.
0: Oh, like transfer of momentum. Right. Right. I think, right. yeah, I think this the thing with the sandstorm is that you have to hit, like, a critical velocity of the wind speed. Yeah. Because, I mean, pieces of sand have weight to them.
1: Right. And so they will have, like, dense clouds of dust, or they will have, like, a front, and you'll be able to see the front edge of it, and it'll just come on in. And then it hits you, and you can't see anything. It's, like, dark, like, nighttime. I it's, can't. Like, it's, like, all sand baby
0: <laughs> i can't imagine breathing sand in and getting sand actually in your eyes that would be probably one of the more terrible things to happen
1: yeah right you had to put like a shirt over your face
0: that's why i think when you when you think of a guy in a desert with a with a work animal like a uh, a camel or something like that you think of him having some kind of loose fabric that that he can put over his face, right? Probably because of the whole dust storm aspect.
1: Right. Exactly. You Isn't don't
0: want it. wasn't that a big deal in Oklahoma? The dust bowl. Yeah, didn't that take out yeah. everybody's farms? Yeah. So was Oklahoma a desert at that point? Do you No, think? I
1: don't think so. I think they were just like not farming it right. Like, they were doing, like, they weren't rotating crops, or they weren't, like, you know what I'm saying? They weren't irrigating things properly, or they were just, like, doing whatever, and so they had, like, a lot of, of dirt that was not suitable.
0: Yeah, it seems to me that all they harvested from those farms were the grapes of wrath.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway, so I think they fucked the dirt up, and then the, the they had a drought, and then stuff started blowing around.
0: Yeah, and once it starts, it's hard to stop. Right. That's the whole thing with the desert too, is the desert just keeps spreading.
1: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. You need to make sure that your plants have roots and stuff in them and all that kind of shit, right? To hold the dirt down.
0: Yeah, because I think the desert kind of creeps into an area and then you get the cycle of there not being any plants and then you don't get any uh, transpiration out of the plants. You don't have any moisture in the air, etc.
1: Yeah, right, right. And another thing with sandstorms, though, is that they can have electrical fields and cause sparks and interference with your telecommunications as well.
0: Really? Mm-hmm.
1: The electrical activity could like make you feel pukey and stuff and get a headache.
0: I didn't realize that was a hazard of being in the desert. I just thought that you just, you just hang out. Right. I think my idea of the desert is you just go out there and you can just stay there for as long as you want. And nobody is ever willing to go out to the desert to right. bother you. Right. Or are you going to go drive down some dusty road to come bother me. Right. You know, that, you know how much gas is now? You're not going to do that.
1: Right. You, you want to go out in the desert and be a hermit. You want to go out in the desert and be a hermit with me?
0: I think that maybe at some point I would like to. I'm just too, I'm too wrapped up in my city mindset. I just like, I'm I'm truly not a hermit, which is really rough considering that I work from home. Right. And I use the internet a lot. I have a very hard time, like during days or weeks or months, where I cannot go out and just wander around. Right. <laughs> wander around in my town and talk to the townspeople. Like Richard, scary.
1: Right. <laughs> You're friendly. You're a friendly guy. Remember how I said you had nice personality.
0: Yeah, that was that was nice. You know, I I go walk up and down the streets. I mean, not not like yelling at people from afar well i did i did a little i did a little for a while just because everybody was freaked out about distance before everybody just cooperatively you know we finally all at some point in america came together and said you know let's just quit doing anything about the deadly disease let's just all get it and die
1: right well i mean we're all gonna die anyways who gives a shit (laughs)
0: There was that middle period where people were like, well, I think I'm scared of death. Well. And it, you know, but it's it, it's inconvenient to not die. So it's, you know. It's it's folly to fear death.
1: <laughs> you just fill your life with anxiety for something as inevitable. Every single one of us is going to die. And if you were going to not die, you would wish for death.
0: Well, and you know what? If... <laughs> If you, if you worry about death and then you die, it's kind of like you die twice. Right. And it's kind of like you stress out about it happening twice. Right. Right. And then you die. Right. So that's you, like well, three you're gonna times. You're going to die
1: regardless. So why it's don't you times. just, yeah. So, like, why don't you just like, don't worry about it. Like, you can't avoid it. And so if being alive is like different than being dead, then like maybe spend your time alive being worried about the alive part. Because the death part is going to come regardless.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I... The hermit thing, I just don't think I could do. I could. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. uh, I'm not a hermit. Man,
1: when I first started, like, working from home instead of working in an office, like, I remember it being, like, a very, like, present issue in my mind. Because I knew in my mind that I do secretly want to be a hermit i do very much enjoy just like keeping to myself right and i knew that it was going to be very damaging to my social life and i knew it was going to be like inescapable once i got myself into the habit of it because because chilling out and like reading by myself is always more attractive than just about anything else
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, you know, so I I read something today, actually, it was an article, and it basically said, you know, so there's uh, between seven and eight billion people on Earth, closer Uh to eight billion. Uh The likelihood is very high that there's somebody who looks very much like you, not just facial structure, eye color, hair color, but even probably down to the way they groom themselves. There's a limited set of options on the human body, in general, you can only pull the sliders so far to one way or the other.
1: Right, right. And, and if you look a certain way, certain stuff is gonna look better on you. And if you're smart, you're gonna figure it out.
0: Right. I mean, generally people figure out, oh, my face is shaped a certain way. So I'm gonna do my hair and and my facial hair a certain way. Right, right, My face shape is shaped like this. So I need glasses. So therefore I'm gonna get glasses of this certain type. Sure. And I read a story. And it was somebody, and they said, uh, everybody used to tell me, everybody used to tell me that there was somebody that looked just like me across town. And I heard it from multiple people because I, I worked at this retail place or whatever. And they said, uh, everybody said, you look just like this, this lady across town. And she said, I was always curious about it, but I never went. People told me she worked in this certain restaurant and I never went and met her. And I never, I never, uh, tried to encounter her, because I just thought that would be weird. And my first thought was, like, if I ever heard somebody looked like me, and I don't mean, hey, I, I've gotten emails that say, hey, Drew, I was in Chicago. Were you in Chicago this weekend? Because they saw another white balding guy with a beard.
1: <laughs> yeah, those are rare. I've definitely never had parties where I had 40 guys who'd look just like that.
0: <laughs> I mean at least at least around here, that's kind of the standard thing.
1: <laughs> that's what everyone looks like. That's what what's what dudes look like. Have you ever seen a dude?
0: <laughs> so the, I and I mean that's fine. You can you can ask and I'll you can ask and I'll just say no if you're If you're pleasant and it seems like it's bothering you. But the first thing I would do if I ever found out that there was somebody around who looked like me, I'd be like, yo, what's their name?
1: (laughs) Let's go get get this guy.
0: And if it was if they were if it was like something far off, if they were in another city or whatever, like I would just look them up because it would be wild to see somebody that looks just like you doing other stuff with a different life. And like what what if their voice sounds different what if it's you and you have a weird voice <laughs> and you say other stuff what if what if the other guy is like you but he's really into like badminton
1: <laughs> we should find your doppelganger and have a three way with him
0: <laughs> you know what Find my doppelganger. And he has then, to look
1: absolutely 100% exactly like you, like yeah, your twin. Yeah, Like no, like, close, close. No, it has to be exact. No,
0: because that would be Uncanny Valley. It
1: has to be, like, identical twins.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, if, it, if that ever happens, we'll just talk to the guy. We'll see.
1: <laughs> I would make you guys make out and watch you guys make out. That would be, like, an art film. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's no, there's. If I found somebody that looked exactly like me, there's, there's nothing that I wouldn't do because it, would be so <laughs> yeah, it would be so fucking weird.
1: Yeah, it would be so fucking weird. Hell yeah, man! I'd be into it. <laughs> I'd be like, this is weird shit. <laughs> he have got the same hairdos and everything. Same hamburger hat. <laughs> We're fucking. <laughs> How can I not fuck this dude?
0: But that's... I mean, even even before... Even before, you know, establishing that it would be a weird art and sex thing, I I would go, I would immediately go if they were like, yo, there's a guy that looks just like you, and he works at Orange Theory. I'd be walking down. (laughs) Knock, knock, is this the chain gym? Hey, is there anybody here that looks like me? (laughs) That's what I'd say. That's the best, that is so funny. I don't understand. I Okay, so people have different personalities, but I don't... There's very few things. Like the love of your family and friends, great. A purpose in life, great. Probably third is saying something really funny. Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) Is there a guy here that looks just like me? And that if you were working at the gym... And some guy came in that looked like your coworker, and they're like, "Yo, does anyone here look like me?" <laughs> that would be the weirdest thing that ever happened to you until you saw me start making out with the guy, and then you'd be like, "This is fucking weirder."
1: <laughs> right? I just imagine like, uh... there's some
0: weird chick over there photographing it. <laughs> know what the fuck is going on
1: i was just imagining us finding your doppelganger and making him have a three-way with us and then not being able to tell two of you apart and then he wouldn't leave
0: yeah. <laughs> that's a very no i've seen enough i've seen enough movies <laughs> there, I think it's like a safe word for doppelgangers. We wouldn't share memories. Right. So it would be very easy for you to ask me a question. Then he would
1: just run around circles and be like, well, he just missed a question, but he just scrambled the Andes again.
0: You think, you think <laughs> that... <laughs> think
1: would be like a cup game. <laughs> we stuck with two of you. I won't be sure which one was which. You eventually learn all your memories from living here and listening to us. This. Tell each other the same stories over and over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he'd be like, Well, wh- which one of you is real? And he would put his hand up. He'd be like, Do you remember when I was in high school? And my friend sold me that hacked cell phone and that stun gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. How'd you know that?
1: I really like playing GeoGuessr. <laughs> like,
0: that's, no, that's that's what the fuck would happen is... Maybe
1: he's already stalking you because he knows that's, about the three-way arrangement.
0: That's what is going to happen is if you ever... If there's me and there's, a, and there's a false me in the house, you just have us play GeoGuessr head-to-head. No, oh, yeah. That's yeah. it, baby. But what if
1: you guys are identical in your minds as well? What if you're
0: equally smart? Well... I mean, there's a point where if we are truly identical, then I think, what are you going to do?
1: Right. What are you going to do? I got two husbands now.
0: Oh, yeah, well, there's worse things.
1: Right. <laughs> so, um, it's been a long time.
0: Do you know what time It's
1: time for a quiz. Wow. (laughs) Yes, bitch. Whoa, you heard me. (laughs) Um, I want to give you a quiz today about the top 10 deserts in terms of how much sand they got. No, it's not. How big they
0: are. (laughs) Okay, I was like, I do not know.
1: How many sands it
0: has. I feel like (laughs) I think I might do okay with S- with two-dimensional size of deserts, I have no idea how deep they are. And so, of some dirt. of them might go all the way down. Right. We don't know.
1: Right. <laughs> so tell me about who, is, who has the biggest deserts.
0: The Sahara Desert.
1: Number three.
0: Number three. Uh-huh. The Gobi Desert.
1: Number five is the Gobi Desert.
0: It's in Mongolia. Mongolia, yes. What about the Namib Desert? Is that on the list? No. Mm. Uh, the Sonoran Desert. No. Oh, damn it. The Atacama.
1: <laughs> no.
0: The Atacama
1: is not on there? You, you know all the deep cuts, but you don't know any of the other ones. I mean, it's not. <laughs> the, uh,
0: the Arabian Desert? Is that what it's called in Saudi Arabia?
1: Number quattro is the Arabian Desert in the scenic Middle East.
0: That's uh that. There's spots in Saudi Arabia where they don't really have they don't really have a border because it's just sand, and then it's just sand on the other side of the border, and they're like, I don't. Know. <laughs> kinda, <laughs> if you can kinda, make it cross,
1: and go ahead, baby. Kind
0: of doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, how about Antarctica?
1: Number. One is, Antarctica. Oh.
0: And we did a whole episode on Antarctica. Yeah. If you listen, you would know it's arid, mm-hmm. dry air, no precipitation, yeah, no winkles,
1: <laughs> not like oh, <old>, wet Ohio. <laughs> keep it swampy in Ohio, baby. I heard you like it, misty and swampy.
0: I love it. I love hanging out in the swamp. <laughs> Uh, the Mojave Desert. I don't think that would be on the top list. No, it's
1: not.
0: Well, shit. Uh, the uh, the Australian desert, the Outback.
1: You know the name of it?
0: Oh God! It has a name that's not Australia.
1: Yeah, <laughs> does it really does?
0: Um, I'm trying really hard to think of what it is, and there's some other part of my brain that keeps interrupting with uh with jokes. <laughs> I'm not yeah. I 2021 you know what they're they're just an easy target cuz they say the c word and stuff All the but they're 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 there, yeah. there, are, there, are, there are plenty of good Australians and so I I've resolved I don't need to I don't need to talk shit on them it's just <laughs> it's unnecessary and it's not it's not good vibes my mind keeps going say the c word. <laughs> I'm not going to. It's not the Seaward Desert.
1: <laughs> You're such a nice boy. <laughs> uh,
0: h- How about the Himalayas? Is that a desert? No. I mean, it's real arid there, isn't it? I don't know. It has snow on it, doesn't it? Well, so does Antarctica. All right, I, I think... Uh... I think I'm out of deserts. Yeah, you
1: only got four deserts. What? Out of ten.
0: What are all the other deserts? <laughs>
1: Number two, the Arctic Desert.
0: <laughs> uh, I I didn't think it counted because it's not land.
1: <laughs> uh, the Patagonian Desert. I thought that was a mountain.
0: Okay, okay. So that's like in Argentina. Okay. It's
1: in South America. I also wouldn't have guessed that Patagonia was in South America. But then again, I'm not the math whiz. <laughs> Sounds like something that'd be in Canada. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The Australian desert you were talking about was the Great Victoria Desert. Uh, There's also the Kalahari Desert, the Great Basin Desert, and the Syrian Desert. (laughs) Those are all.
0: Oh, okay. Where's the Great Basin?
1: Uh, It is in North America.
0: Well, shit.
1: That's where we live.
0: North America. Right. That's our C word. Right.
1: <laughs> so, before I forget, I was going to mention this because I, I thought about it before we started doing the quiz. I wanted to make sure I didn't forget to tell the story before we got carried away with something else. And it's tangentially related because it has to do with sand. But I remember the day I was like, oh, this dude. I'm gonna probably going to marry this dude. <laughs> You remember that time you came? It was like one of the first times you came to my house. And my roommate was like, what do you do for a living? And you were like, I work at the sand factory. (laughs) And she was like, what? You work at the sand factory? And then you very patiently explained to her for like a really long time the idea that the ocean washes all of the sand away from the beach every day Uh, at nighttime and that you have to go out every night with trucks and replace all the sand that gets washed away with the waves. Yeah. And you have to do it, like, on a regular basis. And so you worked at this sand factory, and it was, like, a really great job because we always need sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all of the coastlines, like, all the beaches, they always have to, like, replace all the sand, and they just dump it out with trucks overnight. And my roommate was like, I can't believe it. And I was like, oh, my God, this dude. I'm going to believe <laughs> I always joke that we should have got married on our first date
0: Well, uh, yeah
1: We should have Because that would have been a really great story to add to the repertoire <laughs> That one time we met and got married
0: on the same day Yeah, might It might have worked out It
1: probably would have worked out Anyway
0: I I don't I don't have any idea why why I told your roommate that, but I remember it happening. I think I was just I was a lot more freewheeling. I just think I've reined it in. I take a few things seriously now, but I think when I was younger, I was completely unhinged in a way that is even compared to how unhinged I am now, which is not hinged at all. It was perhaps drastically.
1: I think you used to have... Deeper and weirder. You had a a very... You had more of a wild card element to you, like, back in the day, because when I met you, you were, like, really clean-cut. Like, you had, like like, a very short haircut, and you had, like, your beard was very trim, very close, and you always dressed, like very nice because you had to go work at the at the chemical factories and shit and you're yeah. like in engineering school and so you always had like your shirts tucked in and shit you're like very clean cut but you were fucking weird as shit that was all about it <laughs> <laughs> I was like no this dude is fucking weird and any of you guys any of you guys you, you don't understand
0: <laughs> this, this
1: normal looking guy here he's fucking weird all y'all put together <laughs> if weird is like legal tender this guy's like fucking fucking millionaire fucking millionaire weirdo yeah (laughs) but it's like you balanced out your weirdness kind of like your weird behavior (laughs) like balanced out with you like starting to look a little weirder
0: well i i think you get i think you get older and you can kind of trade in your your desire to be as funny as possible at all times with being like a little bit of a of a kinder person and, <laughs> Right. and maybe uh, less antisocial sure. i was never like
1: <laughs> you weren't antisocial i was never an- i
0: was never antisocial but just sometimes i would i would think things were really funny and just go go with w- it <laughs> go way way <laughs> further go so far with it that it's like there's there's no way that this is a bit.
1: Because <laughs> you're always so patient and nice with people that it doesn't come off as you as you making fun of them or making stuff up at all. It's like brilliant. <laughs> it's like if you're it's like Mr. Rogers was telling you about the sand on the beach, you're like, he can't be lying to me. <laughs> Like, why would he lie to me? He's being so nice. He's such a nice guy. He's being so friendly and he's got a nice haircut. He looks like he'd be in charge of the beach. He's so
0: responsible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's like all kinds of animals that live in the desert. Did you know that? You wouldn't think so. You know what my favorite one is though? The hamster? Yes, bitch.
0: The Syrian hamster. They're from,
1: they're from the desert. Who would have guessed?
0: They're from the Syrian desert.
1: They're just little guys. That's why they like having a big dish of sand, and then they'll go and rub themselves in it.
0: Yeah, and if you're... I mean, think about it. Hamsters rub themselves in the sand to get clean, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you live in the desert, the entire desert is like taking a shower everywhere you go. You stay clean. That's got to be so nice for a hamster.
1: Right, right. They always look great.
0: I heard and maybe it was on this podcast if you remember us talking about this on the podcast shout out in the discord patreon.com slash garbage brand university if you're not already a member but all of the hamsters all the golden the syrian golden hamsters in america are descended from one pair of hamsters that was smuggled out of syria in the 40s Mm -hmm. they brought them over they started breeding them and they're all descendants
1: of the same two hamsters of
0: those of those same hamsters, Maybe those they're wild so hamsters. i are so
1: dumb.
0: I think right now, I think the wild population of them is not doing great, probably due to the fact that they're hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> they're not apex predators. Right. They're food for lots of other things.
1: Right? They're like little pouches of of uh, juice box, little little drinks on the on the road. Chomp down on a hamster, get a, wet your whistle.
0: <laughs> you know, a, a, a hamster is just a little machine that converts yogurt drops to
1: juice box.
0: <laughs> to juice box. <bugs.
1: laughs> um, speaking of uh, people in the Discord, before we forget, this episode was suggested by folks on the Discord. It was suggested by Bread Bowl Shoes and the lovely Avocado. They both said how about deserts
0: thank you and if you've got a if you've got a topic in mind you'd like us to talk about hit up the topic suggestion channel on discord
1: right right that's where you go hey why don't you do pencils and then i'm like i can't talk about pencils for an hour forget it (laughs) i don't think anyone has ever suggested pencils they will now now they will (laughs) someone already did (laughs) <laughs> um so they're okay so they're hamsters hamsters live in syria and turkey they're territorial and they do not tolerate other hamsters in their territory they're like you cannot be in my zone that's why you can't have two hamsters in a cage oh really because they are they're very territorial like in in the desert they will have their area and they're like you can't this is my spot you can't get in my face right because there's not much of the desert man if you have other animals in your territory, they're going to oh, eat your yeah. grapes and shit.
0: Yeah, for sure. You have to establish your little area of recycled paper to pee on. Right, right. Well, I mean, that uh, that explains why hamsters are only really active at, like, dusk and dawn. If you have a pet hamster during the day, they won't do anything.
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, because the desert is hot.
0: But that's, like, coded into their behavior where even if they live in air conditioning in Ohio, mm-hmm. they're like, I'm still going to sleep all day. Well,
1: if I'm if it's hot out or it's cold out, I still sleep at the same time, too, baby. It's encoded in my humanity what
0: time I go to sleep. I think they did experiments, and when they disconnected people from, uh, what do you call the, the rhythm of the sun, the circadian? Uh-huh. The, the rhythm of the day and nighttime and when they took them away from clocks, I think people tended to establish a circadian rhythm that was 46 hours in length. Oh. They would be up and, and fucking around for some, you know, 18 or 20 hours and they'd sleep for like, <laughs> I don't know, they'd sleep for 14 hours or something. They, they uh. fell into some odd rhythm that was like a day and a half for two days or something.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder, maybe once Nona graduates school and I don't have to worry about keeping some person on a calendar, maybe I'll give that a swing. See if it it works out for me. What if it makes you feel great?
0: Just disconnecting yourself from the rhythm of the world and establishing your own habit.
1: Yeah, man.
0: My My main reason for continuing to sleep through the night and be awake during the day is just all the activity all the activity outside. Like, if I was just trying to, you know, go to bed, chill myself out and relax for a nice 17 and a half hour sleep like I always do every 46 hours. <laughs> I
1: mean, somebody, sleep me.
0: <laughs> somebody started fucking blowing leaves outside, I'd lose my shit. I'd be like, it is 1030 in the morning. That's why you need to move out to the desert and be a hermit.
1: I don't want to be a hermit in the desert. I want to be a hermit in the woods
0: i would rather i would rather live in the woods
1: i want to live in a house that is like half covered in dirt like so from the back it looks like a hill and then from the front it's a house but and then it's in the woods and then no one knows where it is and then i can have my own sleeping schedule where i sleep whenever i want and i will sleep 17 hours every 46 hours and (laughs) just do whatever i want just read books and smoke weed all day.
0: Yeah, I, uh, you know, I read something recently where people were like, uh, you know, during the pandemic, you know, I know somebody that went hobbit mode. All they did is they were wandering around barefoot and they were just tending to their plants and just gardening and talking to their plants and eating a lot. <laughs> Just wandering around all hairy and barefoot. I was like, fuck, man, I think I went hobbit mode.
1: <laughs> you like it though, man, think about it. But like you wish you had way more area to plant more plants in. Yeah, yeah. What if it was in the forest? You could also have some deer and Well, you some just, fish.
0: If, if you're going to be in the woods, you would have the woods and then you would have a clearing and then you'd just kind of
1: grow all your vegetables in the clearing.
0: Yes, they get sunlight. That's uh-huh. their whole thing. Think about it.
1: Be a hermit with be a hermit with me. So it's like being a half hermit.
0: Co hermit.
1: <laughs> uh, this is the episode where I'm going to finally convince you to run away to the woods with me. Come on, let's go into the woods, and like be weirdos in the woods just me
0: (laughs) just me you and that guy who looks weirdly like me
1: no he has to look exactly like you
0: the guy who looks exactly like me and nobody can tell us apart so he has to stay
1: (laughs) we'll make him wear like a different hat
0: yeah (laughs) it'll be it'll be just like those vine videos where people talk to themselves and they play different characters by by flipping their head to the camera the uh, the other way and then they either take their hat off or put their hat on
1: <laughs> yeah right
0: <laughs> hey man what are you doing today I don't know what, what about what are you doing I don't know I'm the first character <laughs> right
1: <laughs> only two real guys who are just yeah. exactly the same as you
0: yeah that guy's gonna have a weird voice though it's gonna be easy to tell what us what if he party?
1: has a real cool voice and maybe you're the one with the weird voice <sighs> oh
0: my god <laughs> So I'm gonna be- <laughs> he sounds
1: like a, like a like an angel
0: <laughs> so so before we go <laughs> i I was probably thirteen or fourteen years old, and so my social skills were not up to par, but I was on uh thirteen or fourteen years old. I was on a uh, a local bulletin board, which is you know you just go on and type to people it was before internet and stuff you go on, you type to people, and you'd say your little things, you make jokes, you'd be weird, and then you'd log off, and you come back the next day, and someone else would have replied. It was like anything else, but it was just local. And I was on there, and there was some kid, and he was talking about going to my school. And I was like, yo, man, you go to my school? What's up? What's your name? He told me. And I was like, I don't know who that is. And I went, and I got my yearbook, and I looked it up, and it was the weird-looking kid, <laughs> but be—I would, of course, like also this taught me a lesson because humans learn by fucking stuff up, and humans learn by making mistakes in an especially potent way to learn is by hurting somebody's feelings and then feeling guilty about it. Right. That works really well, unfortunately. Right, right. Because other people also remember when you made them feel bad. Mm -hmm. But I told this kid, and I I became friends with him, but I told this kid, I was like, oh, you're the weird-looking guy. (laughs) no. And he... And we we smooth stuff we smoothed stuff out real real quick. But I just you know I was I just I just grown pubes. I was still th- I'd grown a foot from four foot. What did he look like? From four foot eight to five foot eight. He was weird looking. He looked like gummo. Uh, I will say I think he looks a lot. He looks totally normal. He looks totally fine as an adult. And I think that anybody who's like. 13, 14 years old is going to look super awkward. It's just his face grew at different times. Right. The different, parts, the different parts of his face grew at different times, and I think children are very is judgmental. Oh, no, I didn't say he was hot. I <laughs> said he was normal. He looks like a normal guy that works at some fucking place.
1: Sure, okay. He
0: looks like he goes to a place and he, and he, he
1: does his best. comes
0: home and he eats HelloFresh like any other fucking person, <laughs> right. man. Right. <laughs>
1: Eat, sleep, hello, fresh, and die, bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But so... (laughs) I told him, he's the weird-looking guy. And I was like, oh, I know you. You're the weird-looking kid, man. You do go to my school. What's up? Like, we should hang out, whatever. And I logged back in the next day, and he had sent me a message. And he's like, I just wanted to say that I went and got my yearbook... And I looked up you, and I looked up who you were, and I just want to say, I think you were weird looking. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: So it it worked it worked out. <laughs>
1: Oh baby. <laughs> anyway, so did you know that one third of the Earth's land surface is partially or totally desert?
0: That's more than I would have thought.
1: And that's why Ohio is beautiful, baby.
0: Part of the two thirds of Earth's land surface that uh, is not desert. I
1: bet you to be more desert soon. Desert business is doing great.
0: <laughs> Deserts are taking over. <laughs>
1: a sensation sweeping nation (laughs) sand (laughs) Uh, did you know that um there are parts of the atacama desert in chile where there has never been rain recorded no and they believe that has been an extreme desert for 40 million years
0: so there's just nothing there but rocks. There.
1: And hundred million people live there. No, a million people live there also. That was a, <laughs> that was a lot different.
0: <laughs> that was a turnaround. I know people live in the Atacama.
1: Yeah, sure. But that
0: is zero rain
1: huh? right so where they, do they
0: get their water from
1: aquifers and snow melt
0: okay um, so they'll
1: get little streams and they'll use them okay um did you know that the deserts receive more energy from the sun in six hours than humans consume an entire year
0: really like total solar radiation uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. if they had a 8100 square mile stretch of the saharan desert it could power all of europe
0: that's pretty impressive You'd need to cover that in solar panels, right, though. Right, right. That's kind of the rub there. <laughs> you would need eighty one hundred square miles of solar panels, right? And then, and like each one of those is pretty expensive, right? Well, just get. I mean, if it's to power Europe, then Europe needs to pay for it,
1: right? I mean, that would be the, that's that's the score, baby. <laughs> Uh, The smallest desert in the world is in Yukon, Canada, and it is only one square mile.
0: Really? It's
1: a little baby desert. It's a cup of sand that someone dropped out of their car.
0: In the Yukon. In the
1: Yukon.
0: Hey, get this stuff out of here. This is the Yukon. We don't need this. (laughs) It's a
1: little baby
0: desert. There's some little sand dunes up in Michigan.
1: Right, right.
0: That must be more than a square mile, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is the one's called the Carcross Desert. Um, I wonder what it looks like. Is there a picture of the whole thing in one in one picture? Is it just like a puddle of sand? I want to know the images.
0: Oh, that's a goddamn desert! Look at that. The background looks like classic Yukon with <laughs> like with like pine trees and mountains.
1: And there's a couple of pine trees poking up out of the desert.
0: But there's just a large sand area. Yeah. And is it just like in the middle of the continent? Where is it?
1: Um it's inside your heart. It is outside of Carcross, up in the up in the motherfucker by Alaska.
0: Okay, it's actually pretty close to the uh, the little area of Alaska that drops down the coast of uh of Canada there. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So if you're in Alaska, you could get to the Carcross Desert, the world's smallest desert, pretty easily, huh?
1: You can get there, and you can have all your desert dreams come true. And just little teeny, and you don't have to worry about getting thirsty.
0: <laughs> just <laughs> you, just walk, a mile, you baby. walk a mile, and you're good.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like is that even enough to have the weather be different? Like, is it dry?
0: Is the weather drier there? I might have just, a microclimate.
1: If it's just a mile square, man, if they're getting rain around the desert, wouldn't this humidity blow over a little bit, man? Think about it. A mile square you, mile you ain't shit. You would That ain't shit, baby.
0: I don't think it is, no. That
1: ain't shit. What'd you learn about the desert today, bitch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the Great Victoria Desert. Yeah is the desert in Australia. I had no idea that it had a name, but it makes sense that it would. I just think of the whole thing as Australia. That's not fair. It's like people that think of all of New York as New York City. No, that's just that little dingleberry down on the bottom. Right. That's got all the that's got all the stuff in it. Right. The rest of the state is fucking normal. Right. There's probably large there's probably huge parts of Australia where everything is cool and it's just that doesn't get any attention because you know See, you get a yeah. few bad wallabies and they ruin the whole thing.
1: Yeah, they do, right?
0: You know who's not a bad wallaby and is in fact a uh, uh, fantastic lorikeet is Cory Grella.
1: Yeah, right, right.
0: Her plumage is the finest. She's known from the east coast of North America to the west coast. For having the finest plumage and the best deals on insurance.
1: (laughs) Right. Everybody buys your insurance from her.
0: You know, talking about square miles, you know what is just a few square miles and has 0% desert.
1: Uh, Harlem Township is just green. It's just luscious. It It just melts in your mouth.
0: The the lushest of lush central Ohio wetlands,
1: Harlem Township. Right. I heard they had a couple uh Andy Doppelgangers out that way.
0: We should All go right. see
1: if they passed the sniff test. We're gonna
0: <laughs> 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 I got I got my horoscope done and it said because of my signs I'm I'm extremely freaky.
1: <laughs> it did! It said you're freaky deaky and that you're good fuck. <laughs>
0: So I, I don't know. I'm gonna check my co-star. I'm gonna see if my co-star says that I should look for power in duplicated love. And
1: I'll go self-love. That's what look. they call
0: self-love. Oh, oh, is that what that is? Yeah.
1: It's when you oh find my your god. doppelganger and you get free three ways.
0: Oh my god, I thought it was like <laughs> drinking water. No. I no. thought they meant like have a Twix.
1: Self-care means like you find your doppelganger and you brush his hair and you guys give each other nice kisses and
0: oh, stuff. Oh, this.
1: Do a little, just a little, do a little handies on each other and stuff. Self-care.
0: Man, this. Uh, you know
1: like when you let your hand fall asleep and then you jerk yourself off so it feels like someone else is doing it? Like, better than that.
0: It better be.
1: <laughs> it's like, it looks like you're doing it, but it still feels like someone else is doing it.
0: <laughs> well, if you want to feel like somebody else is keeping your fruits and vegetables fresh, sit on a Hazel Technologies packet. <laughs>
1: Don't fall asleep. <laughs> then touch your grapes with it.
0: <laughs> your grapes are going to be great. Your apples are going to be supple. Your potatoes are going to be potatoes.
1: Your potatoes are going to be pagratos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> These are free. Free. <laughs> <Yeah>. Free.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's going to feel like a stranger did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thanks again. That's what
1: I call technology. <laughs>
0: Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. I love you. Goodbye.